with that resounding thump by drummer Elvin Jones on uh, our theme song, we'd like to introduce you to another edition of The Jazz Show on CITR-FM 101.9 or, of course, on your computer, www.citr.ca. My name's Gavin Walker, and we're going to introduce... Black History Month. The month of February every year is Black History Month. And of course, so many of the artists that we play on the jazz show are of African American or African Canadian descent. And uh, so essentially, in many ways, we pay tribute to black history by delivering some of the finest music. Uh, by these great artists. However, I think we're going to be more specific this month, at least on this show, and the final um, jazz feature for the month of February, the music of drummer Max Roach. Max Roach, of course, was one of the pioneers of modern jazz, and one of the greatest uh, drummers. And, of course, his contributions to uh, music um, are, are infinite. Um, of course, he became a band leader uh, in the mid-'50s and led one of the foremost bands um, in jazz music, the Clifford Brown Max Roach Quintet. They were second to none in their day. They made a whole series of recordings that are listened to and studied to this day. And of course, um, Max Roach was a very proud man. He was proud of his heritage, proud of his abilities, um, and he understood his place in, in jazz history. However, um, as he was African American, he suffered the slights and the racism that uh, pervaded um, in a or was pervasive in America, and still is. And um, because of the tragic death of trumpeter Clifford Brown, which effectively ended the Clifford Brown-Max Roach Quintet, Clifford Brown was killed in a car crash. He was only 26. He was probably the up to that time, one of the finest voices of the trumpet and, of course, influenced a whole generation of trumpet players who modeled themselves after Clifford Brown, not only as a musician but as a man. And his life was suddenly taken from us um, in a car accident, along with the pianist of the Brown Roach Band, Richie Powell, who happened to be Bud Powell's brother. And they were killed along with Richie Powell's wife, and um, in this accident where they slipped off the uh, Philadelphia Turnpike, it was raining, all that kind of stuff. And Max, of course, took the death of Clifford Brown and, and, and Richie and ev everyone else. The whole jazz community did, but Max Roach took it particularly hard. And he began thinking, you know, if Clifford Brown was uh, respected as... Uh, as he should have been as an artist, um, jazz, even back then, would have had 
much greater status, and musicians would be um, transported to their gigs. They wouldn't have to drive to their gigs in their private vehicles. Um, they wouldn't have to work in some of the uh, worst kind of club environments. It's not that there weren't uh, good jazz clubs around. There, there were many, but a lot of the places were, as Max Roach once uh, described them, they were literally upholstered toilets. And um, they were not really conducive places to work for creative mu musicians. And uh, um, Max began to feel that this was because they were African-American. And he wasn't wrong. And he, this began to dwell on Max. And in the late 50s, he met a young lady who became his wife, singer Abby Lincoln. Abby had been through racism herself, even though she was a, a gorgeous woman, um, very pretty, very talented, but she had suffered. Uh, and they somehow um, began thinking about civil rights. And Max felt that this was time to really configure his music and direct it more at civil rights. In other words, make it more political, make it more socially significant, and definitely more militant. And this leads us to our jazz feature. What happened was that uh, Max, of course, had a regular working band, and Abby was doing some of the vocals in the band, and Max composed a whole bunch of music um, dedicated to the plight of African Americans. And he collaborated with the great poet, raconteur, singer, Oscar Brown Jr. And Oscar Brown put words to several of Max's melodies. And they put this all together and began featuring this music on a variety of gigs in New York City. And as the music cohered and everything came together, Max felt it was time to shop around to record labels to get this, get this music recorded, get it out there. And he was refused by most of the major labels. He had uh, recorded for Mercury Records, and they, they said, Nix, no, no, no way. We're not going to touch this at all. We don't want to do this. Uh, he went around to various other labels, and they shook their heads and said, no, no, it's too militant, it's too, it's not, you know. I understand what you're trying to do, Max, but uh, no, no, uh, we, we, we can't use this music. However, a small label started, Candid Records, and the artist and repertoire man was the great writer and uh, very liberal thinker, Nat Hentoff. Um, and he was assigned to be the artist and repertoire 
um, man for Candid Records. And Max went to see Nat, and Nat said, yes, we'll put this stuff out. We'll do whatever you want to do. This music is important. It's got to get out there. And um, so this album was issued on Candid Records, and it was very controversial at the time. Uh, Max insisted um, that the cover for the album be in black and white, and it was a photograph of uh, a group of young um, sit-in at a lunch counter in the South, uh, being refu- a group of young blacks that were sitting in at a lunch counter and uh, the man behind the counter was not about to serve them. And uh, so this was a very strong message on the cover. And it was like um, the cover of the album basically looks like a newspaper with, with a headline, big headline saying, We Insist. Max Roach's Freedom Now Suite, featuring uh, the various artists, Candid Records. And uh, Max was responsible for the, um, uh, the notes and uh, everything else on the album. So he had a great, uh, he was allowed to direct this. And, of course, the, the album was issued. Uh, the critics, they were funny about this album because of the militancy uh, or the perceived militancy of the music. And uh, they said, yeah, it's good, and all this kind of stuff. But uh, they were a, a bit lukewarm about, the, uh, about this album. But it's now become legendary. Um, it was controversial then, and it can, it's still kind of controversial today. And it's a, a, a marvelous piece of music. That's what we're going to hear on our jazz feature as a tribute to Black History Month. Max Roach's Freedom Now Suite. It was recorded uh, in August and early September of 1960, and it features the Max Roach Ensemble, his band, with the late, great, and wonderful trumpet artist Booker Little, who was uh, sadly taken at uh, age 23, died of uh, um, uremia, which was a, a kidney uh, ailment. He didn't, Booker didn't know that he had this, and uh, sad to say uh, his career was cut very short, but he made some wonderful albums with Max, and he contributes mightily to, to this recording. Booker Little on trombone, someone who is still with us, taught at Cornish University in um, the Seattle area for many years, wonderful trombone player, Julian Priester, originally from Chicago. On tenor saxophone, uh, one of my favorites and a gentleman that I got to know uh, reasonably well, rather legendary tenor saxophonist, Walter Benton. He appeared here in Vancouver in 19, it was about 1965, came up here with a band. Um, Benton was, should have been better known. Uh, He didn't really get better known, but he really plays beautifully on this album. Walter Benton on tenor saxophone, originally from Los Angeles. On bass, uh, a fine bass player from Newark, New Jersey, Jimmy Schenk, and of course, Max Roach on drums, and Abby Lincoln is heard in the, uh, doing the vocals on all of these pieces. And on the first track that we're going to hear 
is a guest artist. He is the great father of the tenor saxophone, Coleman Hawkins. And he was asked to play on this one track, and he delivers a very moving emotional solo that uh, you'll hear. Later on, uh, in the latter two movements, uh, some percussionists are added um, because we go to Africa for um, the latter, um, the final two movements of the Freedom Now Suite, and there's some percussions, uh, some percussion uh, musicians that are added, uh, including uh, Michael Ulatunji on congas and vocals, and uh, Ray Mantia. Thomas Duval, and uh, those people are playing uh, various percussion instruments, adding to the um, feel and atmosphere of the final two selections. So we'll go right to the top, and we open with, this is the tune with uh, Coleman Hawkins, great solo on it, and it goes back to Slave Days. The tune is called Drive a Man. Tune number two is entitled Freedom Day. Very obvious. Tune number three is a triptych, three pieces of music that are done with just drums and Abby Lincoln. And the subtitles for the triptych are Prayer, Protest, and Peace. And when you hear it, you'll hear what those titles really mean. Then we add the percussionists for track number four. And the piece of music is called All Africa. And it goes through all the many of the various um, tribes in Africa and this chants and all that kind of stuff. Um, it's a very moving piece of music. And then we segue into the final uh, piece of music called Tears for Johannesburg. And that is uh, a tribute to the terrible massacre at Sharpville in South Africa. So many people were killed in that, and of course that was one of the more negative aspects of the apartheid regime in South Africa. And Max is paying tribute to those people that gave their lives in that horrible massacre. So that's the final movement, Tears for Johannesburg. So without further ado, our jazz feature dedicated to Black History Month, Max Roach and his ensemble, and the Freedom Now Suite. And we're proud to present it on The Jazz Show. Drive a man, he made a life. But the mammy ain't his wife. Chopping cotton, don't be slow. Better finish out your rope. Keep a moving with that plow. Drive a man will show you how. 
Get to work and root that stump. Drive a man or make you jump. Better make your hammer ring. Drive a man or start to swing. Ain't but two things on my mind. Drive a man and quit in time.
Drive a man to kind of boss. Ride a man and lead a horse. When his cat or nine tail flies, you'll be happy just to die. Run away and you'll be found by his big old red bone house. Paddy Roller, bring you back. Make you sorry you is black. Drive a man, he made a light. But a mammy ain't his wife. Ain't but two things on my mind. Drive a man and quit in time. Thank you. 
speech has a rich and magnificent history full of adventure excitement and mystery some of it bitter
have a dream. It is a dream deeply rooted in the American dream. I have a dream that one day this nation will rise up, live out the true meaning of its creed. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal.
Our jazz feature this evening, the music of drummer Max Roach. And we heard the complete, first of all, the Freedom Now Suite, which was recorded in August and September 1960 with the Max Roach Ensemble with uh, Booker Little on trumpet, Julian Priester on trombone, Walter Benton on tenor saxophone, Jimmy Schenk on bass, and Max Roach on drums, and the vocals by the inimitable Abby Lincoln, who then was Max Roach's girlfriend. Uh, later on, they married and uh, were together for over 10 years. The guest artist on the first tune of the Freedom Now Suite was the great father of the tenor saxophone, Coleman Hawkins. And uh, his one cameo appearance was uh, very, very effective on that first tune. So we heard um, the first tune was uh, entitled, and I must say that uh, Max Roach wrote all the music on here, and Oscar Brown Jr. contributed the lyrics to all of these tunes. It was a, a combination, as I mentioned before in the preamble, uh, Max uh, attempted to uh, get this recorded by some of the labels he had been associated with, and of course they nixed him, they turned him down, they said it was too militant, um, et cetera, et cetera, too political, uh, and so on. He finally went to uh, Candid Records and they agreed to record it and deal with all the things that Max wanted on the album without any compromise. 
So the first uh, composition we heard, and this is the piece of music that featured not only Miss Lincoln, but um, Coleman Hawkins soloing on the piece called Drive a Man, going back to the slave days. And then uh, the Roach Ensemble with uh, Miss Lincoln did Freedom Day, was tune number two. Tune number three was a triptych, three movements, just with Miss Lincoln and Max Roach. And uh, this section most of all caused uh, the critics to kind of, they didn't know how to deal with it. (laughs) Um, It was very different and yet uh, incredibly effective. Uh, Three movements, prayer, protest, and peace. Then the ensemble returned with added percussion. Um, Michael Ulotunji on congas and vocals, uh, Ray Mantia and uh, Thomas Duval on various percussion instruments, and of course Miss Lincoln again. Uh, we heard we moved to uh, Africa, and we went through a, a series of uh, tribes and chants um, by Miss Lincoln and Michael Ulatanji in a composition called All Africa, and that immediately segued um, to the final piece of the Freedom Now Suite entitled Tears for Johannesburg, and that was the commemoration of the horrible massacre at Sharpville in South Africa, which was part of the apartheid regime which ruled South Africa for so many years until Nelson Mandela. So that was the Freedom Now Suite. It was initially issued on Candid Records, which was a small independent label, um, and they issued uh, their, their catalog uh, is small, but just about everything that they Candid put out is uh, significant and a great recording. This marked um, a change in Max Roach's music and his approach to music, and uh, I thought this would be appropriate for Black History Month. We followed the Freedom Now Suite with a piece of music that featured the great speech by Dr. King. It was recorded in 1980 with Mr. Roach and his ensemble, and of course, Max on drums, um, Calvin Hill on bass, Odine Pope on tenor saxophone, and Cecil Bridgewater on trumpet. And it was entitled, um, it was a combination of uh, Martin Luther King's speech and Max's music, and it was called The Dream It's Time. So I thought that would be an appropriate way to close this particular feature. And our first tribute uh, this month to uh, direct tribute to Black History Month, music of Max Roach. And we'll be doing another wonderful Max Roach album at the end of the month to, as a tribute to the closing of Black History Month. And we'll be doing that on the final Monday in February. You are listening to The Jazz Show. My name is Gavin Walker, and we're here every Monday night with some of the very best in jazz music. Um, We're also on your computer. You can listen and live stream us uh, if you go to uh, citr.ca. And uh, there you go. 
We carry on until well after midnight. And we'll be back with some more music. By the way, a little later on the show, as a matter of fact, after this next piece of music, I'll tell you all about it when uh, um, we finish with some important announcements. But after that, we're going to pay a tribute to several albums that have been nominated in the jazz category of the Juno Awards. We're going to hear some great Canadian artists after we hear one piece of music that I'd like to play for you. But first, a couple of important announcements, and we shall return. So, here we go. That's right, when Super Giant Pizza. Pima Pizza! It's been said that people disappoint, but pizza is eternal. That adage is being put to the test with Canadians weighing in on pizza, love, and slice etiquette. Six in ten Canadians have some type of relationship deal breaker when it comes to pizza, but one in three have no pizza love limits at all. The top deal breaker was eating pizza in bed at 18%, and closely behind was anchovies on pizza at 17%. Next up were picks the cheese off at 10, eats pizza with a knife and fork at 8%, uses too much garlic dipping sauce at 7%, puts pineapple on pizza at 6%, doesn't eat the crust at 6%, and eats it cold at 4%. So cuddle up on the couch and share some za and some love. Yes, you've gotten a noise complaint. Fight the power and listen to the brand new podcast from CITR 101.9 FM, Noise Complaint. Episodes will be released every Friday starting January 18th with performances and interviews from some of your favorite local bands. Kamikaze Nurse, Psy, Princess Apparently, Fake Fruit, and so many more. Subscribe to Noise Complaint on iTunes or download from CITR.ca starting January 18th. We don't need to tell you that Vancouver has a housing problem. Mass evictions. Mass rent evictions. Unfair rent increases. What happened to rent control and protection from unfair eviction? If these or other housing matters concern you, you may be interested in joining the Vancouver Tenants Union. For more information, visit tenantsunion.ca. It's, uh, it's cold out there, but it's really nice. It's kind of refreshing, you know, and <laughs> it's not. <laughs> uh, people are laughing uh, at Vancouver's reaction to the possibility of uh, snow and all that kind of stuff. Uh, there was a lot of funny stuff on, on Facebook about our uh, 
great snowstorm we had, uh, I guess it was a, a couple of days ago, <laughs> our skiff of snow. Anyway, it is cold, and, and of course that was predicted that we'd have an Arctic outflow and so on. So it is cold for Vancouver, but uh, at least the sun is shining, and that's, uh, that's really nice. And it's quite, uh, quite pleasant if you put on the right clothing. So tonight is clear, a little bit windy, with a low down to minus 8. That's pretty cold for Vancouver. Uh, Tomorrow is going to be mainly sunny, much like today. Um, A little bit windy, and the low is going to go down to about uh, minus 13. And then it's going to go up to the high will be minus 2. So it'll be below freezing tomorrow. Wednesday is going to be sunny again with a low of minus 7 and a high of 0. Then on Thursday, uh, cloudy with a 30% chance of possibly um, some flurries, light, uh, or some rain showers, with a low of minus 3 and a high of plus 1. Friday is going to be cloudy with the same forecast, um, with a 60% chance of the flurries or rain showers, low of 0, high of plus 3. Saturday is a mix of sun and cloud, as is Sunday, with a low of about minus 3 and a high of plus 3. So that's it for the week that was, or the week that is. It's not was yet. (laughs) Anyway, that's our weather for the week. You are listening to CITR-FM 101.9. Or on your computer, www.citr.ca. My name's Gavin Walker, and this is The Jazz Show, and is a little bit of a follow-up to our jazz feature for Black History Month. I'm going to play a, a piece of music. We're not going to hear the lyrics on this, but I think everybody's going to know the melody of this. Um, it's played by a large ensemble with Grover Washington Jr. on tenor saxophone, and a bunch of people, and the leader here is a a very fine organist by the name of Johnny Hammond Smith, and a whole bunch of other people. Um, There's a horn section here, and uh, some string arrangements, and uh, James Clark is playing guitar, Jimmy Lewis is on Fender bass, Eddie G on drums, and of course, as I mentioned, uh, the soloist Grover Washington Jr. on tenor saxophone and Johnny Hammond Smith, the leader on Hammond organ. This is Marvin Gaye's great tune, What's Going On. Thank you. 
What's Going On, written by, of course, Marvin Gaye, and played by Johnny Hammond Smith, the late Johnny Hammond Smith on the organ, with Grover Washington Jr. on tenor saxophone, James Clark on guitar, Jimmy Lewis on Fender bass, and Eddie G on drums and horn section, um, and a string section as well on What's Going On. That's from an album of the same name that came out on uh, Prestige Records, and it was recorded in 1971. Johnny Hammond Smith, and I thought that would be a suitable follow-up 
despite the fact that it was an instrumental version of uh, that great tune by Marvin Gaye, and I'm sure most people know the words to that and the meaning as well. We're going to switch gears and pay tribute to a bunch of albums that have been nominated for Juno Awards. And I'm very proud to say that uh, our own, she's a wonderful bassist and a person as well, Jody Prosnick, her album, which came out on the Cellar Live label called Sun Songs, is one of the albums that's been nominated. And I'd like to feature that first. Uh, we're going to feature a whole bunch of um, albums that have been nominated for the Junos. We're going to go through a, a group of artists, but uh, I wanted to put Joni up there first because Jody up there first because she's from here, and uh, her presence um, is always an asset anywhere in any musical environment. But this is a beautifully thought-out album. This is um, the songs on here. Um, she composed. And they all have meaning, of course, and it features Jody on acoustic bass and Layla Bialy on vocals. And of course, she's a gorgeous vocalist, and uh, she also has an individual album out, which has been nominated as well. On piano, Jody's devoted husband, Tilden Webb, one of the finest piano players on the planet, really, and Steve Caldestad on tenor and soprano saxophones, and Jesse Cahill on drums. <laughs> Jesse, this is a family affair. Jesse Cahill is uh, um, the brother-in-law of Jody Prosnick, so there you go. <laughs> anyway, he's one of the finest drummers uh, around. So this album is called Sun Songs, and it's available on the Cellar Live label. It has been nominated for a Juno Award. We're going to hear two pieces from here, both Compositions by Jody Prosnick. The first one is called Listen. That's the opening track on the CD. And then we're going to move to a composition called Storm. So here then, the music of Jody Prosnick, Juno nominee. Whispers, whispers. 
Two pieces of music from this Juno-nominated album. It is a vocal jazz album of the year, and it, the album is called Sun Songs, and it's uh, Jody Prosnick, who leads the band, wrote all the music, and the vocals are by the wonderful Layla Bialy. And Tilden Webb was heard on piano, Steve Caldestad on tenor saxophone, and Jesse Cahill on drums. And we heard two pieces of music from this album, Sun Songs. It's been issued on the Cellar Live, so all you have to do is go on the, on the web and uh, look up, and you can actually order this album. Uh, a lot of people are, especially after the nomination. And, of course, we have our fingers crossed for both Jody and Layla Bialy. And Layla Bialy has also got an album out under her own name, Strictly, and uh, that's called simply Layla Bialy. So <laughs> uh, it's two prongs here, but uh, Sun Songs, and uh, Jody Prosnick is such a positive force on the uh, Vancouver uh, jazz scene, and also her husband Tilden on piano, and all of the people involved uh, on this uh, very, very fine recording. We heard two Jody Prosnick compositions. The first one was entitled Listen, and the second one was called Storm. We'll hear more from this album in the future. Now, another album which has been nominated in the jazz vocal category, the Vocal Jazz Album of the Year, it marks the return to the recording scene of Holly Cole. And um, Holly, of course, uh, has been around for um, a little while, but she uh, recorded with some very prominent 
New York-based musicians, including my friend Ed Cherry uh, on guitar, Wycliffe Gordon on trombone, um, Larry Goldings on piano, Ben Street on bass, and Justin Faulkner on drums. And there's some other people on this, uh, on this album by um, Holly. It's called simply Holly, and uh, it's, on, uh, it's been issued on Universal Music uh, Canada and easily available. And it's been nominated, too, in the uh, Vocal Jazz Album of the Year. So we're going to hear two tunes from this. Um, both are standard tunes. The first one is a tune associated with Duke Ellington. He, he had um, partial writing credit of this tune, among other people. Uh, the tune is I'm Beginning to See the Light. And the second tune we're going to hear is a Gershwin melody entitled They Can't Take That Away From Me. So here then, the vocal stylings of Holly Cole. cared much for moonlit skies I never winked back at fireflies now that the stars are in your eyes I'm beginning to see the light I never went in for afterglow or candlelight under the mistletoe but now when you turn the down low I'm beginning to see the light I used to ramble through the park shadow boxing in the dark then you came and caused a spark a four alarm fire now I never made love by lantern shine I never saw rainbows in my wine Now that your lips are burning mine I'm beginning to see the light Beginning to see the light 
I'm beginning to see the light Beginning to see the light your tea the memory of all that they can't take that away from me the way your smile just beams the way you sing off key the way you haunt my dreams Can't take that away from me. We may never, never meet again on the bumpy road to love. Still, I always, always keep the memory of the way you hold your knife. Danced till three. The way you changed my life. They can't take that away from me. No, they can't take that away from me. your teeth memory of all that oh no they can't take that away from me no they can't take that away they can't take that away they can't take that away from me always charming Holly Cole. This album has also been nominated for a Juno Award in the 
vocal jazz album category. And we heard Holly with some uh, New York-based musicians. The first tune was I'm Beginning to See the Light, written by Johnny Hodges and Duke Ellington and some other people. Uh, And it featured Larry Goldings on piano, Ben Street on bass, Justin Faulkner on drums, Ed Cherry on guitar, and some plunger trombone by the redoubtable Wycliffe Gordon, who's from the Lincoln Center Jazz Orchestra. And then we heard They Can't Take That Away From Me, uh, George and, and Ira Gershwin's tune, with the same personnel, uh, without Wycliffe, but, oh yeah, no, Wycliffe was on there too. He had a little bit of a part in They Can't Take That Away From Me, but we heard uh, a tenor saxophone solo uh, by Scott Robinson. So these two selections from Holly's album entitled simply Holly, and uh, it marks the return to uh, the recording and performing uh, scene of Holly Cole, and her album has been nominated, so that's a feather in her cap. Yes, sir. Now, here's an album which has been nominated as the Jazz Album of the Year, in brackets, solo. Now, this lady is from, she was raised in North Vancouver. Although she wasn't born in Vancouver, she was raised in North Vancouver and went to school over there and was studying classical piano for many years and become, became very accomplished on that. But she met Bob Rabigliati, the great music teacher over there, and he gave her an Oscar Peterson record. And she fell in love with that and said, this is the same stuff that I, I can play, except I like it better. And uh, she began to play jazz piano. And, of course, Rini Rosnes is now, of course, a New York resident and has been for many years. She recorded for Blue Note Records. She's one of the finest piano players on the planet. And um, this is her latest album. It was recorded for the Smoke Sessions label. It's called Beloved of the Sky. And it features Rini on piano with um, a group of her favorite musicians, including Chris Potter on tenor saxophone and soprano saxophone, Steve Nelson on vibes, Peter Washington on bass, and the great Lenny White on drums. And we're going to hear two tunes from this album, which again has been nominated Jazz Album of the Year solo. We're going to hear two tunes from here, both Rini Rosnes compositions. The first one is called Elephant Dust, And the second tune is entitled The Flame and the Lotus. So here then is the fabulous Rini Rosnes and company.
<laughs> Two pieces of music from Rini Rossness's Beloved to the Sky. And uh, we'll hear more from that album. It's, it's a great album issued on Smoke Sessions uh, recordings. And um, Smoke, of course, is one of the finest clubs in New York City. Rini on piano. Our own Rini Rossness. Yes, he was raised right here in Vancouver. And North Vancouver, of course. And um, wonderful. She's one of the top piano players, jazz piano players in the world. And, of course, respected by everyone. And uh, this is a very, very fine album. And it's been nominated for Jazz Album of the Year, Solo. And the album is called, as I said, Beloved of the Sky. Rini on piano with Chris Potter. He was heard on tenor saxophone on both pieces. Steve Nelson on vibes. Peter Washington on bass. And Lenny White on drums. Uh, The personnel in this band. And the first piece of music was entitled Elephant Dust. And the second tune was called The Flame and the Lotus. And we'll hear more from this album uh, in future shows. It's, um, It's really... A gem, Rini Rossness, a real treasure. We're going to move on now to an album by another very, very fine keyboard artist, one of the finest in the country. He lives in Toronto. His name is Robbie Botos. Robbie is uh, Roma, and uh, he was uh, born in Hungary in Budapest and lived in um, his early life there, and then came to Canada with his family, and of course has made quite a name for himself. And this is uh, an album which has been nominated as Jazz Album of the Year, solo as well. It's called Old Soul. Robbie is an old soul, he really is. Uh, He's very spiritual, wonderful, and very, very funny man as well, when you catch him at the right moments. Uh, He performs here with uh, a group of musicians, uh, including uh, Mike Downs on bass and uh, Larnell Lewis on drums. And we're going to hear two um, Robbie Botos compositions. Uh, The first one is dedicated to his city of his birth. And he says... This is a song that contains mixed feelings. Don't forget, Roby is Roma descent. So if you understand some of the stuff that goes on in that country as regards the Roma people, then you might know why he has mixed feelings. I quote again, A bittersweet tribute to one of the most beautiful cities in the world. Many different experiences there for the first 20 years of my life. Some of the best, but unfortunately some of the harshest ones too, unquote. And the second piece of music is entitled Old Soul. Now his trio is augmented here by a string section, a couple of violins, a viola, and a cello. And uh, they enhance the music that you're going to hear. So here then two Robbie Botos compositions from his album Old Soul, Budapest and Old Soul.
two incredible pieces of music written by Robbie Botos, and I neglected. <laughs> I know his dad will kill me because we're good friends. I'm talking about Seamus Blake, who is on was on both of those tunes, um, playing the uh, tenor saxophone and the uh, electronic wind instrument, the iwi. And, of course, <laughs> very prominently featured on both of those compositions by Robbie Botos. Robbie and his album, Old Soul, has been nominated for the Junos for Jazz Album of the Year, Solo. And we heard the basic quartet um, with Seamus, as I mentioned, and Mike Downs on bass, on acoustic and electric bass, and the fabulous drumming of Larnell Lewis, and Roby, of course, on piano and keyboards as well. And both of these pieces that we heard were augmented by a string section, a couple of violins, a viola, and a cello. And the first piece of music was dedicated to Robbie's city of his birth, and that is in Budapest, and that's what it's called, Budapest. And the second piece of music was entitled Old Soul, and it's the title track from this uh, incredible album by Robbie Botos, and again, a Juno nominee. That's what we're doing right now on The Jazz Show on CITR-FM 101.9, or of course, on your computer, www.citr.ca. And my name's Gavin Walker, and I'd just like to mention briefly a couple of websites before we get into some more music by another Juno nominee. And um, one of the websites, of course, is vancouverjazz.com. That's a very comprehensive and fun website to browse around. There's all sorts of uh, stuff on there, including our jazz features. If you uh, look around, you can find all of that stuff. Um, it's maintained by Brian Nation, who uh, does a very good job of um, keeping everything um, up to date and uh, relevant on that website. The other important website is the website of the Coastal Jazz and Blues Society. And of course, they have um, major concerts coming up all year. They'll be. It won't be long before they um, do some announcements of who's coming to the Jazz Festival this year. Uh, also, you can book tables and make reservations and do all that kind of stuff uh, at a club that is backed by the Coastal Jazz and Blues Society, and that's Frankie's. Frankie's Jazz Club on Beatty Street. It's programmed by Corey Weeds, and of course, it's, uh, it's some incredible music uh, at that club all the time. Um, Resident musicians and, and musicians from out of town. Um, just an incredible array of talent. And it's a very fine and very comfortable place to uh, attend. So you can do all of that stuff. You can book, as I said, you can book tables in advance and um, all pay for it and do all that stuff online. If you get on to the website of the Coastal Jazz and Blues Society. And, of course, you can see the schedule, maybe artists that you really want to hear. Um, there's a lot of uh, things that are coming. And, of course, uh, as I mentioned before, the uh, 
uh, Coastal Jazz and Blues has concerts throughout the year that they promote as well. So that's a very valuable website, coastaljazz.ca and vancouverjazz.com, two of them. And, of course, I always like to mention Pat's Pub. Pat's Pub is in the uh, historic Patricia Hotel in the downtown east side. It's always packed on Saturday afternoon. They have jazz there. There's no cover. And so uh, those of uh, you that are economically a little strangled, (laughs) as most of us are, um, this this is a good place to go and hear some of our finest musicians at Pat's Pub. Every Saturday afternoon from 3 until 7. So, uh, and parking is easy down there. Um, of course, the hotel has a parking lot as well. But there's on-street parking, and it's, uh, it's, you're away from the uh, epicenter of the uh, downtown east side. And uh, it's, a lot of people have said, well, you know, that area. And I, it's really okay where the Patricia Hotel is. And as I said, uh, Rod McDonald programs some very, very fine music every Saturday afternoon from 3 to 7 at Pat's Pub. So there you go. We're going to return to music, this time to a Toronto-based saxophonist. She has um, been nominated a couple of times, and her name is Alison Au. And uh, Alison is plays the alto saxophone beautifully. She is really, really a great talent. And we're going to hear um, Todd Pentney on piano and John Maharaj on bass and Fabio Rangeli on drums. That's um, Allison's working quartet. And she has a brand new album out called Wander Wonder. And it's been nominated for Jazz Album of the Year group. So we're going to hear a couple of tracks from this very fine album. It's, uh, if you're interested in purchasing this album, you can get on to uh, Allison's uh, website, which is www.allisonall.com. And that's Allison, A-L-L-I-S-O-N-A-U dot com. That's it. So we're going to hear a couple of compositions, um, both of them, or oh, maybe three of them. Um, the first one is called The Valley. The second one is called Future Self. And the third one is called The Rest is Up to You. Three compositions by Allison Al. And her group, check her out.
The music of Alison Owl. Alison, this album um, called Wander Wonder has been nominated for Jazz Album of the Year at the Juno Awards. And we heard a couple of, or three tunes actually, from this uh, album. Um, Alison, of course, is a masterful alto saxophonist. 
um, Todd Pentney on piano, John Maharaj on acoustic bass and electric bass, and Fabio Rangeli on drums. And we heard three tunes. They, we opened with the um, atmospheric um, using, you know, the Prophet synthesizer and all that kind of stuff, um, setting up the album. And, and it was a piece of music called The Valley. Then we got into um, the quartet's tunes with a composition called Future Self. And the final tune was entitled The Rest is Up to You. Allison Owl. And... Um, We'll hear more from this album, and if you're interested in uh, purchasing this album, you can get on to Allison's website, which is www.allisonall.com, and Allison spelt A-L-L-I-S-O-N-A-U.com. Okay, um, that's it for some of the Juno nominees this evening, and uh, we'll be playing some more in ensuing shows, of course, um, up to, well, we'll find out uh, who is going to win sometime down the road. <laughs> We're going to close the show with a couple of tunes by one of my dear friends who celebrated a birthday yesterday, and I'm talking about master saxophonist John Handy. John Handy, of course, uh, made a whole series of albums in the, the early part of his career, after he arrived in New York City, he worked with Mingus, uh, Charles Mingus, and he worked um, with Randy Weston, and he had his own groups as well. And in 1962, um, he decided to pack up his bags and move back to the Bay Area, where he has been ever since. And, of course, uh, he taught at San Francisco State uh, University, um, Form bands around the Bay Area, and of course, uh, they even have a John Handy Day in San Francisco. Of course, he's one of the great uh, saxophonists um, anywhere. This is a fairly obscure album. This was his final album for Roulette Records, and unfortunately, um, they they didn't put it out. Uh, until years later, and it's uh, it's a hard one to find, and I think it's one of his finest. Um, he made this album uh, just before he decided to uh, pack his bags and head back to San Francisco, and it's a good one. John is on alto saxophone with Walter Bishop Jr. at the piano, Julian Ewell on bass, and Edgar Bateman on drums. And we're going to hear two compositions by John for this album. The first one is dedicated to Charlie Parker, and it's called simply Four Bird. And the second tune is uh, entitled No Smiles, Please. So here then, in celebration, a uh, slightly belated celebration of John Handy's birthday, it was yesterday, February 3rd, uh, here is John in stellar form on this wonderful album from Bird.
Yesterday was John Handy's birthday, and he was born in Dallas in, on February 3rd, 1933. So he's getting up there in years. And uh, um, John is still healthy and alive, and uh, I had the pleasure of uh, having a nice chat with him um, on his birthday yesterday, February 3rd. And um, he still plays on occasion. And, of course, he's one of the uh, honored citizens of the Bay Area. Um, educator, uh, performed all over the place. And, of course, one of the great virtuosos of the saxophone. This uh, album was recorded, uh, his last um, album in New York in 1962. He had signed with uh, Roulette Records, which wasn't the greatest label, um, for a variety of reasons. They released two of his albums to very good reviews, and this one they didn't, and they didn't pay him for it either, (laughs) Uh, sad to say. And then it came out years and years and years later, um, and of course the statute of limitations kicked in, and and, uh, he never got his money for this uh, session. But it's a damn good album, and I love his playing on it. And I think uh, had they issued it, I would have considered this the best of all his roulette albums. And um, this was issued uh, on some independent label later on uh, after the fact. And um, a wonderful quartet. John Handy on alto saxophone with Walter Bishop Jr. on piano, Julian Ewell on bass, and Edgar Bateman on drums. And um, this was recorded uh, just before John and his wife uh, left New York to return to the Bay Area. So it was recorded in early 1962. And we heard three compositions, all by John. The first one was called From Bird. The second one was entitled No Smiles, Please. And the third one was called Blues for MF. Three tunes from this uh, wonderful album by Mr. Handy. Well, that's it for this edition of The Jazz Show. We'll be back next week. We've got a wonderful jazz feature next week. Um, A Canadian artist, someone from Nanaimo, as a matter of fact, by the name of, no, it's not Diana Krall. It's Ingrid Jensen. She is uh, an incredible trumpeter. And, of course, um, lives now in New York City and, of course, is one of the first call uh, trumpeters in New York for a whole variety of bands. And um, she has this wonderful album out that we're going to play next week that was dedicated. And, uh, as a matter of fact, it features all compositions by the great uh, Canadian-born trumpeter, composer, Kenny Wheeler. And uh, Ingrid does Kenny Wheeler... um, a great, uh, respectful uh, tribute on this album. So we're going to hear that next week on the Jazz Feature. Meanwhile, we're going to say goodnight, and thank you very much for being out there and listening, and uh, we hope that you enjoyed the show and uh, all the Juno Award um, albums, as well as, uh, of course, our feature, um, Freedom Now Suite with Max Roach and... uh, etc. So thanks very much. We'll see you next week. We're here every Monday night starting at 9 p.m.
This has been this edition of The Jazz Show. My name's Gavin Walker, bidding you a very good night and good morning. Thank you.